0: All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is week two of All In Boot Camp. As you can see from the slide, this is All In Boot Camp week two. If you are here and you're like, uh, I didn't mean to be on a boot camp this morning, how did I get here? Look, Megan showed up. Woo! Hang out with us. Anyway. You are going to love what happens this morning. I, I I say this like every week, but I haven't been this fired up about a boot camp in a very long time, maybe ever, okay? This is going to be fun this morning. So Megan, say hi. Jump Good right morning.
1: in. morning. Hello. We,
0: we're still on Maui time. We're back in Arizona, um, but uh, we're still kind of on Maui time. So we got up at... Cool. Six, five, four, three a.m. for me, three yeah. thirty, uh, Maui time. So anyway, but it's actually light out this morning where we are, so it's nice. Okay, so everybody, we're jumping in. Put in the chat your biggest takeaway from week one. Not necessarily the boot camp last week; it can be, but your week after boot camp. So, so what's a takeaway from boot camp that you applied that impacted your week this week? We can have a great boot camp. We're going to have a good time. You're going to get fired up. You're going to get some great content. But if you don't um, apply what you hear and what you learn to your week, then it's just a good, it's like going to watch a good movie. Okay. So that's really, really important. I would encourage you. Uh, this is a process I use when I'm on uh, trainings or, or listen to podcasts or um, at, at uh, events. Take notes, that's great. Yes, definitely take notes because you'll retain it. But then when you're done, put a big circle around maybe one or two things that you're going to apply in the next week and make sure that gets to your list. Everybody has some kind of a list. It might be a mental list that you keep. I do suggest some kind of list where you write things down because nobody's brain can remember everything, but make sure something you're going to apply gets on your list and you actively work just because you hear something on a bootcamp doesn't mean it's like our, our minds almost trick us like, oh, wow, I just learned that. That's going to change in my business. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm. So you must actively focus on changing or implementing or uh, acting on whatever it is that really stood out to you. If you'll do that one thing, these six weeks of bootcamp, then that will be at least six massive changes in your business that will definitely move the needle, okay? And I'm going to say especially what we're going to be talking about today. All right? Any opening words, babe?
1: Yep. Um, just coming from the other side, I just want to encourage you um, with a couple of things that I think are really good um, small habits to um, do daily. But one is just to to acknowledge uh, what you have accomplished this week and to celebrate that and even if you're kind of like me, maybe you're a little hard on yourself and you can go straight to like the things you didn't do. Um, first, just acknowledge and celebrate the things that you did do. We're gonna reassess, we're gonna make some adjustments and we're gonna like even level up again this week. But do that. And also um, Good. what a heavy week it was in the world. And so I just wanna encourage you, like just take a deep breath. I mean, it it is pretty amazing. Like maybe, you know, out. Oh, Take some deep breaths this week, but take a deep breath and let it out. I mean, literally they say like, I used to feel so foolish when people would try to make me do this, like in a seminar or workshop or something, but they say like blow out of your mouth with the same amount of force that you would when you were like little and you were trying to blow out all the candles, or maybe now that you're older and there's a lot more candles, like, you know, but like deep breath in and then like, like a release because this morning... We are so grateful to be a part of a community that is positive and encouraging and is looking for um, solutions and to bring hope and light into the world. And so you're gonna be able to receive a lot more if you can just release really quick um, and be able to start with like um, fresh mind, uh, blank canvas, ready to go, open heart. So that's just my encouragement to you because we are gonna dive in, but you'll be able to take in a lot more if you just do that quick release and some of us it might be good in this season to do that release like it's a two minute process every morning to just kind of go let it go so that was my encouragement this morning so good and for god's sake
0: quit watching or listening to the news people okay there was all kinds of stuff going down i hadn't been listening to the news or watching the news we were hanging out in maui I got a couple texts from some people or I saw some posts and I was like, well, I don't even know what all that's about. It's nice sometimes not knowing what it's about and not being down in the middle of the quagmire, okay? Yes, you need to stay informed and we're not gonna talk about current events on here. It is This is not the place or the time for it. I will just encourage you in every area of life, including whatever's happening around us at the time, whether it's the pandemic, politics, whatever, you control what you can control. Focus on what you can control. Okay, where your focus goes, listen to this, where your focus goes, energy flows. Okay, do you hear that? Where focus goes, energy flows. So what you focus your mind on, there is actually energy that is gonna flow towards that and go back and forth between you and that thing. So just the very act of focusing on it creates energy. And we all too often create energy around negative things. That becomes negative energy. And if you can't control it, why focus on it? If you focus on you, and that's what we said going into this whole pandemic, and that's why we had a banner 2020, because so many of you said, okay, I'm going to focus on what I can control. I can't control mandates that are happening. I can't control, uh, you know, What's happening with this dang this dang uh, virus? I can't I can't control if if things aren't being shipped on time or or if if the supply chain gets messed up. But what I can control, I can control my own health. I can control my morning routine. I can control how I show up every day. I can control living out loud. I can control being a positive person and being around other positive people. There are plenty of things every single day that you can control, okay? You can control whether you make your bed every day. Now I got to call out Tiffany Howard here on the making bed thing, okay? Because there's this debate going on, not just with Tiffany, some of you are like team Tiffany when it comes to this. you're like, I'm not making my bed because I'm just gonna unmake it at the end of the day. That is a waste (laughs) of five minutes. Okay, dude, if that works for you, control what you can control. That's awesome, save yourself five minutes, don't make your freaking bed if you don't want to. But for me, because I have a hallway here all day, I walk by that dang bed. And if it's unmade, it's like it like slaps me in the back of the head every time I walk by. Okay, I'm (laughs) like it it just uh, there's just something about a a bed being made. So I can I can save five minutes where I can have instead of negative energy all day long walking by that dang bed, I can have positive energy. Okay, that's just for me. If you're some of you have like rooms, you don't ever go up in there and your bed's Unmade, and, uh, that's fine, okay? So I'm just throwing that out, but control what you can control. <laughs> that was a freebie right there.
1: All right. I'm gonna let you jump in, you can just take this. You're doing this whole segment and I I want you to be all in here. Oh,
0: okay. But people wanna look at you, babe.
1: But you, this is a good big segment, let them focus. All right,
0: on. all in here. Okay, so all right, let's jump in.
1: Oh
2: no, but hang
0: on. You're like, what, we didn't jump in yet? It's 10 minutes in, okay.
3: Don't Megan has to clean up the
0: mess over house. there. Any other OCD people like that? Okay. I have, I've gotten so many uh, requests to uh, lean into this topic. I've, I've talked this a few times. And I, there, there are some people who, I think your mind overcomplicates it a little bit more than it needs to. This is a very simple process. So few people do it, and I see through mentorship threads all the time, hey, can you, can we get on Zoom so you can help me reverse engineer, you know, uh, my goal, okay? So it's simple. I want to walk you guys through this. Everyone on here, something powerful that you can do, remember, control what you can control is to reverse engineer your goal or your dream, okay? So you can do your big dream your five-year dream you can reverse engineer it meaning in four years i need to be here in three years i need to be here in two years i need to be here one year i need to be here etc okay so now take your goal you're going to take a shorter term goal so what rank and we're just going to use rank okay you can use income you can use number you know size of your team some of you that are ipds on here or like I want to go double IPD, you know, whatever it is, you can use that goal. Okay, so what, let's use rank,
3: what's that next rank that you have a desire to get to? So put that in the chat. Okay, now next question, I'm just looking at the chat here.
0: Realistically, and some of you haven't even thought about this answer yet. Some of what you're putting in the chat right now, it's just this like someday thing, okay? And some of you put it on your map every month, but you know darn well, you're not gonna hit it this month, okay? <laughs> so a thought, and we're actually gonna be focusing on the map um, week five of boot camp. Uh, Leanne is gonna do an awesome segment on that, the importance of it. But I'm gonna give you a little freebie on that right now. Um, if you do not have every intention and have and know the path that you control to that goal you put at the top, it shouldn't be on there. Because it is, it is doing more harm than good if you are, let's say, a manager and every single month on your map, you have ED at the top, executive director, executive director, executive director. By about the second or third month, you go in and you put that at the top of your map And you know, you're like lying to yourself while you're filling out your map, okay? It's like the car analogy, right? Okay, I want to go to Disneyland. But you know, you're not going to go to Disneyland. You're going to give up halfway or you don't know how to get there. You don't have enough gas to get there. You don't have enough money to get there. You know, you're whatever. (laughs) You don't have a car. All right, everybody on here has a car. You have a vehicle. So your map, the same thing. So I'm going to help you in a a micro and a macro level to reverse engineer your your monthly dream for your map but even take it further out okay so did you guys put what month i forgot to ask this um oh i did i did ask it did you put what month you want to hit that rank i think i alluded to it but i didn't um if you put a rank in there put in the chat what month you're going to reach that rank there we go okay i got i got rabbit trailed on the map for a second okay all right now all of you that put that uh that month in the chat on a scale of zero to hundred percent how sure are you that you're going to reach it by that month and do you have a plan like it's decided like come hell or high water doesn't matter. This is not like I hope I get there. What we're doing this reverse engineering and the map and the goals I just asked you about both the timeline and the rank income, same thing. How many EDs you want on your team? How many new coaches? All this all applies to this this reverse engineering. This is we are removing the element of chance from this business. We are removing the element of luck. We are removing the element of hope, and here's what I mean: We're still hope dealers. We are delivering hope to people. That's the foundation of this whole business. But you don't have to hope you can get to a goal or to a rank. And some coaches, raise your hand or put put a uh, put a one in the ch- or put an emoji in the chat, okay? Or do a little hand raise emoji if you can find it. Put any emoji in the chat if. All right, I'm gonna look and see who already put an emoji, even though I didn't ask the question. Okay. Nobody did. Good job, guys. (laughs) Some of you guys, before I even finished it, you're like, "Uh, Brian, you don't even know what I was going to ask, man. Okay. All right. If, what was I going to say? I totally got distracted on that. Okay. I I think I was going to say, if you are, oh, this is what I was going to say. If you have ever, or if this is you, you still think I, I got, there's kind of this element of luck or chance to this business, this element of, oh, I hope this happens for me, or man, it would be really neat if, and I love that when you're dreaming, but when it comes to this business and actually tangible goals, it doesn't have to be, it'd be, it'd be neat if I was an, an integrated global director. Well, do you want to be, or do you not want to be? Because there is a path, and if one person can do it, another person can do it. There are hundreds of FIBCs on this call. This is our, this is the Valentine organization, the Howard organization, the Baker, I'm the chat sign. I'm going to get in trouble for naming people. You know, you know who you are, but this is all one organization. And there are hundreds of FIBCs. We had how many people? 350 people in Cabo. FIBCs and above. Okay. If your goal is FIBC, it is not like all those people got lucky. All those people found us. This uh, FIBC trophy laying around somewhere, okay? It is very possible. So we're going to remove the element of luck. Okay. So now put your emoji in the chat if that's you. You kind of, you kind of are, you kind of think, man, a lot of things got to go my way for this to work. Like I'm not in control. It'd be like sitting down to do two plus two, and you're just not quite sure if it was going to be four this time or not. If you approach this business like it's a math equation. And you can actually break this business down to be just like a math equation where every time you do two plus two, it equals four. That's how that's how the reverse engineering works. Okay, are you ready? I'm gonna walk you through it. This is simple, this is so simple, okay? But many of you have never done it. Remember, remember how I said control the things you can't control? You can't control whether the next person that you talk to becomes a client. You can't control whether the next person that you offer coaching to becomes a coach. But you can control how many people you talk to. You can't control how many, when you start conversations, you can't control how many people respond to you and how many ignore you. By the way, what I've seen, it's more than 50% when I start conversations, I don't ever hear back from. Okay, starting conversations, it's like bouncing the ball. You're seeing who's, who's willing to bounce it back. Okay, I don't chase those down. I'm starting too many conversations. Okay, all right. Um, you don't control whether when you bring on a coach, whether they do anything or not. You can You do control how well you know the system, how well you show up for your team as leaders, business coaches, listen up. You don't control whether they actually do anything with it. Too many times we're focusing on the things that we can't control. Oh, I wish they would. I wish. And you focus on it. You're putting energy towards something you don't have any control over. So the reverse engineering is all about controlling the things that you can control and freaking trust us. Do you trust me, you guys? I know some of you don't know me and you're like, you're a little tense, dude. Okay. But do you you trust what we are saying? What I specifically am saying? There are certain actions you can do on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis that you can control that will lead you to your goal. No luck involved. No chance involved. No, no. Um, here's the thing: if if, if I've got a, a bowl full of pennies, let's say silver dollars, because those are more exciting. I got a bowl full of silver dollars. Okay. Let's say I got a garbage can full, and I'm like, I'm going to get 10 heads I'm going to pull out. I'm going to pull out and and flip. When I pick it up, it's going to be heads, okay? Or I'm going to flip them out and it's going to land heads. Even if, I don't control whether that's heads or tails, right? If I told you, if we were in that scenario and I said, you got a bucket, a garbage can with thousands of silver dollars in it. And I said, when you pull coins out of there, when you flip 10 heads, I'm going to pay you $50,000. How many of you would do that? How many of you would be in on that deal? Some of you like, I just want the silver dollars. Okay. Right? And they're my silver dollars. You don't get the silver dollars. But when you flip 10 heads, I'm going to give you $50,000. Okay? Now... If you started flipping coins out of there and the first hundred were tails, here's the key question for you. Would you keep pulling coins out and flipping them? Question, would you? Why would you? Because you know darn well every one of those coins has either a heads on it or a tails on it. And you have thousands of them. You don't have to trust me in that. You know, you might take a double, a double take at the coins if you got a hundred tails in a row and be like, are there heads on the other side of these? You'd look at them, okay, all right. And you'd keep flipping, right? You'd just keep flipping the coins. This business is the same way. Every single person you talk to is either a yes or are not yet. And yes, we all know not yet can last for eternity. <laughs> so I'm not going to go as far as the column knows, but there are one of two responses. Yes or not now. Yes or not now. Yes or not now. But you know what the cool thing is? The reason that illustration about the coins works is because you have enough coins where you know you, you're going to find the 10. You don't have any doubt in your mind that you're going to find the 10. I'm going to ask you a key question. Is there not an unlimited number of people that need what we have? 250 million people in the United States. Is that right? I don't even know. Somewhere around there. More than 50% are obese. More than 80% are not satisfied at their current job. More than 80% Don't have more than $1,000 in the bank in savings. Most are in debt. Many unhappy. There's a huge, there's a a chunk of those people that are miserable right now looking for hope. That's your bucket of coins. And on one side of every one of those people is a yes. All you have to do is talk to enough people to find the yeses. There's no chance. There's no luck. There's no hope. I'm gonna stop saying no hope because that just doesn't sound right. But you know what I mean, you don't have to just hope for it. You control it. Yes, it's true. One person, the first 10 people they talk to might say yes. Another person, the first 10 people they talk to might say no. Another person, half are gonna say yes, half are gonna say no, Another, but you control how many people you talk to. So if this guy talks to 10 people, this coach, Coach A talks to 10 people and all 10 say yes, When this person talks to people, five out of 10 say yes. Who brings on the most clients and coaches? Coach A or Coach B? This is a trick question. 10 out of 10, five out of 10. Or did I say two? I thought I said five out of 10. Whatever, it doesn't matter. We'll say five out of 10. 10 out of 10, five out of 10. It depends. If this guy only talks to 10 people, and this guy or girl talks to 30 people, she wins. She finds more people. It's all about the number of conversations you have. Here's how you reverse engineer your dream. And I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this because I already went over my time, but um, watch the recording again, watch the live again. Here's how it works. Whatever month you wanna hit your rank, okay? Look at your current business. I'm going to use global as an example. And you should know what it takes to hit your rank. Um, it's either number of clients, it's FQV, it's whatever it is. But it all comes down to the same common denominator foundation. Let's say global director by April. Okay. Look at your current business. How you, It takes five executive directors to reach global. I know we say you want to hit with six, but I'm going to simplify it to say how, how many to actually just get your five to get there. Okay to get to the rank, April, global director. Right now you have, let's say two executive directors. let's even say you have three executive directors on your team. First of all, if you disappeared, would those executive directors still be here? That's important. Be honest with yourself. Are you dragging any of them across the line? So let's say you're honest with yourself. you be like, these two are growing, they're on fire, they're active, they're engaged. This other one, uh, I'm not quite sure. Now, that doesn't mean you don't believe in them. It just means you're being honest. So you might say, okay, realistically, real current reality is I have two executive directors that are that are that are going to be even further along when we get to April. It's January right now. So that means between now and April, I need to find three executive directors. Right? Is everybody tracking with me? By the end of April, I need three more executive directors. I'm gonna keep working with these three. And maybe, maybe I'll have six. One of them might not go away, but just in case. Now what you're going to do is you're going to actually work the numbers. So how many coaches do you need to bring on to find three executive directors? And if you've got coaches on your team that are not executive directors yet, some of you have five coaches on your team. You have two EDs and you're like these other three, they've got potential to be executive directors. That's not how it's done. It's all in the numbers. Okay, so how do you find... An executive director, are you ready? It's in the numbers, it's math. One out of every two senior coaches on average will become executive director, okay? So if you need three executive directors, you need to not worry about executive directors, you need to create six senior coaches. Does that make sense? Two senior coaches, one of them will become executive director. So now you've broken it down, you reverse engineered it. For me to be global director by April, I need to find six senior coaches. Tracking with me? Now, how many coaches do you need to create a senior coach? Who knows the answer to that? Some say two, I think it's three. It it depends, your your averages might be a little different here or there, but I'd say use at least three. It might be four, it might be five, and you have to put up enough numbers for this to work. Because you might bring on three coaches and none of them go senior coach, But by the time you get to six coaches, you've got two senior coaches. Does that make sense? It might be number five and six. So you can't just do three. You gotta put up enough numbers to get to the averages, to get to the the stats, okay? So we're gonna say one out of three coaches becomes senior coach. All right, now what, so how many do you need to have six senior coaches? How many coaches? 18. So you know now, because you can't control whether someone becomes a senior coach or not. So you're breaking it down. You are reverse engineering. If I want to be global by April, I need to bring on 18 coaches between now and then. You've heard me tell the story. We went from uh, regional director, not even integrated, to global by the end of February, right? Two months back in 2014, 2015, from December to February. But we brought on 17 coaches in those two months, in January and February. Okay, that's how it works. So you need to bring on 18 coaches between now and April. That means we're gonna say January, February, March, because you gotta give those last senior coaches a chance to get to ED. So now three months, 18 coaches. If you want to be global director, you are giving yourself a very high percentage or at least being well on your way if you bring on six new coaches per month between now and then. So that's your focus. Now, some of you are asking, I see in the chat, how many clients to become a coach? They say one out of five. It's different for everyone. Depends how good you are at sponsoring. We're going to do some on sponsoring here, but we're not going to spend time right now. But the point is, are you offering? Are you sponsoring? You can look at how many clients you offer it to. Don't look at how many clients. I have 10 clients and I only had one coach come on. How many did you offer it to multiple times? Because remember, everybody says no the first time. And the second time, and sometimes the third time, and sometimes the fourth time. And some of you are ahead of me because now you're going, how many conversations to get a client? Well, you skipped a little step in there, but you're asking the right questions. So I need to bring on 18 coaches. How can I do that? Six per month. Let's break that down. I need a high FQV for that to happen. Okay, I need X number. And these are where the numbers get a little muddier for you, depending on your skill level. But how many coach explorers do you need to do to make that happen? You have to figure that out. Do it this month do whatever it takes, line up coach explorers, like airplanes coming into O'Hare. How many coach explorers is it going to take for you to get to six new coaches this month? You need to be laser focused on what you can control. Now, I would say, I don't know that that's a realistic goal. For some people, it might be. For other people, there's no way. So you got to be realistic. You can't say I'm going to be global by April, but I'm only going to bring on two coaches per month. That means it's going to take you nine months, not three months. That's being realistic. And then you track it every month. Where am I at on my path? Did I bring on my two coaches or my three coaches? You lay that out. But it all, here's the bottom line I, again, th- there's no number for how many conversations to bring on a client or how many clients become a coach. That's where it, it comes down to you. The point is, there is a certain number of clients that will bring on 18 coaches, there is a certain number of conversations that will bring on if you're trying to bring on six six coaches a month, you you want to get your FQV to probably 15,000, 20,000, to be honest. Okay, maybe at 10, you could do that, but you need a lot of new blood coming in to, to bring on that many new coaches, six per month consistently. So that's that means your focus. Bottom line is to reverse engineer it, what you can control, what it all comes down to you, and some of you are way ahead of me already, is is how many conversations do I need to have every day? How many people do I need to invite to coach Explorers every day? That's what it comes down to. You can control those two things. So the first thing you wanna do in your reverse engineering, this is is break it all the way down to tomorrow when I wake up. And Leo, I love what you said, work every day like, like it's the last day of the month. That's it. Some of you moved the needle massively the last four days of the month, the last week of the month. What if you worked every day that way? But there is a certain number of conversations tomorrow when you get up, you have it mapped out. It's like going to Disneyland in your car going, I'm going to go 200 miles today. I'm going to go 200 miles the next day. I'm going to go 200 miles the next day. And you don't stop until you get to that point. That's how this business works. There's a certain number of posts that will lead to clients. There's a certain amount of follow-up. There's certain base, bottom line, Vince Lombardi said this. You've all heard this. He, he uh, coach for the Packers, not personally a Packers fan because I'm a Bears fan. But when he became coach and he, he started doing this every year, he went into the locker room and he said, we're going to start with basics. I'm assuming everybody coming in here knows nothing about football his first words out of his mouth, he grabbed a football and said, this is a football. Assuming NFL players don't even know what a football is, starting with the basics, this business guys, and this is what we're gonna be focusing on for the next probably 40 minutes. Some amazing speakers. This business comes down to the basics. This is a football. You cannot, some of you are looking for the secret Uh, The secret uh, tool, the secret um, process, the secret that 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 one IPD out there that you're going to get lucky. And I hear all the time. I want a Dan Valentine on my team. I want a Megan Valentine. I want a Tiffany. If I can just find that Tiffany Howard, flip enough coins and you'll find them. It might be the next person you talk to. Probably not. It might be the hundredth person you talk to or the hundredth coach you bring on. Why do we have a Tiffany Howard on this team or a a Jolene During or a Ashley Martin or a Pat Schatzline or a Dave Goff or a Carol Hibbs? And I can go down the line, name lots of them. You know why? Because thousands and thousands and thousands of coaches have come onto this team in the last six years. Thousands, hundreds come on every single month. And I'm not here naming 200 names, right? I mean, they're out there. There's there's more than 200 rock stars out there. Bottom line is, you have to have if you want. I heard John Maxwell talk about this. He said, of course, people come up to me and say, "Hey, I want to do what you do." And he said, well, of course you do. I get to speak in front of people. I get to, you know, I've published books and people come up and want my autograph and people invite me to speak all over the place. And and, and I've got a beautiful house in Florida, all that. And and John Maxwell said this, you want to do what I do, but you don't want to do what I did.
3: Hmm.
0: Guys, you want to do what we do? You got to do what we did. Thousands of coaches in our organization over the last six years. You're not gonna just find a Tiffany Howard. You bring on 100, 200 coaches in your organization, 300, 500, you'll find a Tiffany Howard. That's this business, but it all comes down to the basics. Here's the basics, and here's what we're gonna be focusing on building your FQV. You cannot skip that. There's no secret bypass, there's no secret loop around conversations. There's no secret loop around posting regularly. There's no secret, secret, you know, you know secret passageway that helps you skip follow up. You're not going to be a Carol Hips on social media. She's been working on that for years. She, she's got some bypasses in there that she I mean, she has a bigger audience. So her post is going to reach exponentially more than yours. You can't, that's not going to happen for you. You haven't built it over the years. It's conversations, guys. It's every day. How many conversations and tweaking that and asking your mentorship. Hey, I've started a hundred conversations and not one has led to health saying, what do I need to do? Here's some screenshots of my conversations. Here's how I'm doing it. All it all comes down to building your FQV. This will not work if you're not focusing on your personal health. I'm going to throw that out. This will not work. you, You cannot, you cannot skip that part of it. It won't work. We're gonna focus now. We're gonna to go to Yolanda, who runs massive, like thirty-something thousand FQV in December. I don't, I, I, I don't even know the exact number. It's or twenty-seven thousand. She's number one in our organization as far as FQV. We wanted to bring her on, and I said Yolanda. You're doing this, you're doing the basics. She's bringing on a ton of coaches. She's blowing it up in her business because she is has brought it all the way down and she's talking to more people than you are. So Yolanda Perry, I asked her for a few tips. Stay tuned today, guys. We're gonna lay it out. Everybody on this Zoom will be able to get your FQV up to 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 by the time this Zoom is over if you apply the things that you hear. Yolanda Perry, show us the way.
4: Hi. Thank you so much, Dan, for having me. Dan and Megan, I appreciate you all so much, my mentors as well. I am going to share a little bit about how to grow in January and not just January, every month of the year. And, um, and this is something, first of all, let me say this, for the new coaches who <clears throat> don't even know what an FQV is, I had no idea what an FQV is when I started hearing about it. And I was about three months in and I had this high FQV, but didn't know. But once I realized that uh, what percentage I was getting paid off of that, I began to pay attention to it. And I actually had dropped back and then I started working toward it. But this is something that I learned along the way. Uh, When it comes to the FQV and growing it, The first thing you have to be able to do is maintain what you have. And and so I started developing a mindset that I needed to make my current clients a priority over bringing on new clients and adding to, and I learned that adding to what I already have is what equals growth. And that may seem like it doesn't make sense because you need to keep bringing on people, but you actually need to do both. But the value in actually uh, focusing on your current clients is you got to know that with a new client, you're going to get $357 in FQV. But if you handle your current clients well, that next order for them, if you coached them properly, is going to be over $400 in FQV for each month, as long as they're in the five and one. So be intentional about uh, maintaining the clients that you already have. Number two, we have to learn how to realistically project so that we can strategically plan. And so for myself, I started realizing as clients were canceling, that I needed to start front-loading my month better. I needed to focus on bringing more people on, having people order sooner, and, and working more toward that. We cannot wait until the middle of the month to get into action because we don't know what's gonna happen. But bringing on new clients and encouraging our, by bringing on new clients and encouraging our current clients and, and cautioning them about pushing their orders out, be okay with communicating with your clients. And what I'm finding with some coaches is that they're afraid to tell the clients what to expect for the next month. That is gonna help you if you prepare them, even when you're doing the health assessments that they already know what to expect. And then the other part of that is keeping your eyes on your projected volume. Because if you don't know what you're expecting to come in all the time, you don't know how far you have to go. Number three, you wanna set real, uh, no, I'm getting ready to say set realistic, no. Set ridiculous goals. And even though your goals may seem insurmountable, go after them. Like you already know you're going to hit it. I set a goal of 25,000 FQV probably for four or five months, at least four or five months before I ever hit it. But I was it made me go after it like I was going after 25,000, even though I didn't necessarily know that I would make it. But what happened when I finally got to 25,000, I blazed past it by several thousands because of the level of work that I was putting in. Number four, you have to expand your funnel. Dan was just talking about that just now. And it's so very important to not set minimal goals of how much you're gonna do. And what what I have found is that If I'm not getting enough interest, I have to be honest with myself and accept the fact that I'm just not starting enough conversations. So so what it says, start a minimum of five conversations or 10 conversations. If you're not getting enough interest, then your system needs to be start 20 conversations, 30 conversations, 40 and 50 conversations. And then you have to also Ask yourself, if you are starting that number of conversations and you're still not getting any interest, I believe Dan mentioned it a moment ago, what if your conversation method is broken? You've got to be able to lean into your mentorship. Your mentorship has already done this. They're successful at this. Make sure you're leveraging that relationship so that you can learn what you need to do. And then the fifth and final one that I'm gonna share today Uh, is, and I'll kind of put it together. Dan was talking also about follow-up. It is so huge. All of the clients, no, except, yeah, all of the clients that I signed up this week, and I've signed up several just this week alone, all of the clients except the one were all follow-ups and creative ideas. So I want to say follow-up slash being creative. And when I'm talking about the funnel, what kind of funnel have you created? Listen to the mentorship and what they are saying. It's golden. Dennis said a long time ago, I kept hearing it, hearing it, get out, get people on a health assessment. This is my funnel. I was coaching since May. This binder is only about half of the people that I still need to add to it. I have so many people that I can talk to over time, go back to it, and they do come back around. One tip I'm gonna give you as I'm leaving, of one thing that has caused a lot of movement in my FQV is a process that I do and I learned it through the Fast Track to Freedom is thanking the people who reacted to your posts and thanking the people who commented on your post. But I did a little bit of extra on there. Don't be afraid when I thank people and tell them how I appreciate what they've done, I add a statement to it every time. If you know of anyone who needs this gift, please send them my way. Always get about 50% of the people who says I need it. And from that method, I've had a mother to sign up her young adult daughter. I've had friends to sign up their friends. I've had a daughter to even reach out concerning her mother. So those are some tips that that's one tip I'll give you But those are some things that I can guarantee you will help increase your FQV. Thank you for letting me share.
1: Woo! girl, always fire. I love (laughs) listening to you. Um, Thank you so much, Yolanda, for showing up today. You show up every day. Um, for your clients and your coaches, but thanks for sharing that. There was so much um, practical stuff. And again, you're probably going to have to go back and watch this again or put it back in your ears again later this week. It's okay if you don't have all the notes, but do go back because she just gave you some massive keys to success and she it's working yep. for her. So if you're like, oh my gosh, you know what? Like I'm, I'm seeing messages come through on the chat and even people trying to text me and be like, wait, my numbers are off. This isn't, you know, and I'm like, wait, Here's the deal. She just said some key things you can bring on clients, but if you don't coach them well and take care of them, you can bring on coaches. But if you're not walking with them to senior coach, no, the numbers aren't going to work for you because it's not about signing somebody up and hoping that they get thrown into the process and it works out. This is about us making a commitment to the people that we are bringing on to do our part right? They got to do their part. We don't drag people, but are you doing your part? What a great question to ask and and the consistency. And we're going to keep diving in here. So we're going to go straight to it. Corey Baker, the man, the myth, the legend, go ahead.
5: What's going on guys. Loving that Yolanda writing a whole bunch of stuff down as you were uh, talking really cool. I love being on these things and certainly like adding value, but I definitely love to learn. Um, I want to make this really simple. I'm going to get, I'm going to get pretty challenging here in just a few minutes, but before I do, I just want to, Talk about this idea of uh, scarcity because I think we flirt with scarcity a little bit too much in our head. You know, we just do. We we just always are, are there. Um, and I, I put this in the chat, but here's the reality. You know, sometimes we feel like we we have this place where we missed the boat. and We should have started coaching four years ago, and um, we we're like, hey, um, I sh- everybody who's going to have been a client has already been a client. But the truth is that if Optavia tripled this year, we would still be reaching less than 1% of the US population, right? That's pretty crazy. If Optavia tripled this year, tripled, which is crazy, ridiculous growth, we would be reaching less than 1% of the US population, okay? So here's the truth. When we, when we focus on our big why that we have, to talked about this, When we focus on our big why, it forces us to be creative. And when we focus on our obstacles, it makes us stand still. That's what happens. When we focus on our big why, 25K FQV, paying off your mortgage, whatever, when you focus on your big why, it forces you to be creative. Who are referral advocates? Who can I talk to? I'm not afraid of saying no because I'm more afraid of not getting what I want than I am afraid of the work that it's going to take to make happen what I want. Fear can be a powerful motivator. The problem is we're afraid of the wrong things. So here's the, here's the truth, right? This FQV thing is such a basic concept. And here's how this works. Growing your FTV requires you to
3: do three things consistently. Number one, post-inspiring content. Post-inspiring content. Number two,
5: Engage and connect with your audience. Yolanda talked about it at starting conversations. So you're going to add value, post inspiring content. But if you're not connecting with your audience, nobody's going to see your amazing, inspiring content. So you post amazing, consistent, authentic content. You connect consistently with your audience. And number three, you add to your audience new people. It is fascinating to me how people have 400 friends on Facebook and think that they are going to grow a global business. So we are in this process daily, adding content, starting conversations, adding to our audience. And you know what? As you start growing and having more friends and more connections, maybe there needs to be a part of your day that is spent deleting people. Guys, I'm not trying to be harsh. I've gone through my Facebook and realized that I'm friends with dead people, literally. People that have been passed away for years that are taking up spaces on my Facebook. Why am I doing that? I think sometimes we can be sentimental and I get that and I understand it. But if you go and you start looking through your conversations or if you start trying to reach out to people and they don't have a profile picture, or they haven't posted since March, guys, they are not active users. Why are you still in connection with them? You know what the worst thing is? They become engaged again and they send you a new friend request. So listen, post inspiring content, connect with your audience, add to your, add to your, add to your audience, it's that, it. it's that simple. So here's what I wanna talk about for a few minutes. I really want to talk a lot about this concept of the content that you post, because I think that sometimes we get a little bit confused about what this is. And this is what I want to know. And this is what I do know. People follow energy. When you look at the people in our business that are growing the fastest and creating the most momentum, they are people with good, authentic
3: Energy. Self-analyzing question for you. What kind of energy do you give off? What kind of energy is happening inside of you? You negative all the time? You worry all the time? Are you desperate? People don't like desperate. So here's another question that I want to
5: pose to you. What are you like, and nobody knows this more than you, what are you like when you are at your best? When you're dressed your best, when you feel your best, when you have the most energy, when you feel like everything is great, when are you at your best?
3: Are you compassionate? Are you fun?
5: Are you encouraging? Are you generous? Are you life-giving? I want you to do that, make a list. When I'm at my best, I am blank. Do you know the answer to that question? What are you like at your best? All right, now what about when you're at your worst? And we all have these moments. Some of these are probably the same for a lot of us. Are you comparative? Are you jealous? Do you have a scarcity mindset?
3: Do you complain a lot? Are you a victim? Do you point fingers?
5: When are you at your best and what are the characteristics about you that define who you are when you are at your best, best? You know, I talk about energy. You know what energy isn't about? It's about, energy is not about hype. Could it be true that some of you are guilty of creating false hype because you're trying to get somebody to buy into something that you don't even believe in yourself? Energy is not about hype. It is about authenticity. Being the best parts out loud daily and consistently who you are. You want to know something? You are never going to be a better Carol and Carol.
3: You're never going to be a better Tiffany than Tiffany is. You're never going to be a better Dan. You're never going to be a better
5: Megan. You will always, always fall short and be perpetually frustrated when you fervently try being the best versions of somebody else. And every day we show up on social media and we try to recreate all these things that everybody else is doing and we're seeing them have all this success and all of this uh, engagement and all these people that are reaching out to them and you're so trying so hard to be them and you're not and it's frustrating and you don't know what to do and you feel like it's you.
3: Why do they get so much traction?
5: Why do they get so much engagement? Some of us even take posts that somebody else wrote and we post the exact same thing and we don't get the response that they get and maybe it's because it's not you. Why did it seem like for so many people at the beginning of their journey that so many people were interested because it was fresh, because it was new, because it was you? So energy is about discovering what the best things are about you and giving them to the world. Living the best parts of who you are out loud.
3: You know, my last thing I want to tell you, crazy world, crazy week, lots of tension. But the truth is that hope is a good business
5: to be in when the world is filled with hopelessness. So if you're trying to grow your FQV, maybe we should stop looking for people that need to lose weight and start looking for people that need hope. Because the
3: truth is, well, you got to ask myself this question.
5: If I sell hope, do I believe in what I'm selling? So go sell hope to a world filled with hopelessness and be the best versions of you out loud every day. That's energy. So go be be
0: that. Thanks, guys. Love it, man. Where focus goes, energy flows. Corey just told us where to focus and to make the right energy flow. Thank you, Corey. Gold, stick with us. 15 more minutes and we will be done. You do not want to miss our uh, last two speakers because we're going to dig into this idea of conversations. And without any further ado, Andy, uh, Vander Linden, walk us through it, man.
2: Hey, it's an honor, guys, to get to share this morning. Anyone else fired up by boot camp? I've got my notepad here, and I'm just taking fervent notes, and Corey, that's gold, and always such an encourager. You know, I'm so thankful for this mentorship team, and uh, for us as a team, December was an awesome month. We hit a new rank in December. We reached the highest rank we've ever reached in this organization, but you want to know what? December was not an easy month. Uh, My entire family, walked through COVID and I'm going to share for a little bit about the art and science behind starting conversations. And here's what I can tell you. We did not reach what we did in December because of what we did in December. It all comes down to consistent action over time. The success that we saw in December was the direct result of two, four, six, eight, ten 10 months ago, the action that we were in. But if we're not consistent, it doesn't produce the results. So the key to this business is relationships. And what are you doing? What am I doing on a regular basis consistently over time to invest in and build relationships? See, our goal is always to inspire, provide hope and give people an opportunity to inquire about our program. So how do we do that? We do that by adding value to others. We do that by making real connections. But it all comes down to being consistent. Here's the funniest thing. Um, We hear this so often, you guys. The power of consistency applies to every step of this business. So whatever it is that you need to do better, I promise you it starts with consistency. We need to get out of our heads when it comes to conversations about worrying about what to say. I, I can't believe how many conversations I have with people on my team and other coaches and all they want to talk about is the silver bullet, the perfect message. How do I start the perfect message so that it turns into a conversation about health? How do I start the perfect message so it moves from Facebook Messenger to the phone? You know what? There are no silver bullets. There are no perfect conversations. The key is be in relationship, make real connections and be consistent. So if you're consistent in doing these things, I promise you will start more clients and you will be amazed what happens. If you're consistent in starting conversations, If you're consistent in responding if you're consistent in following up if you're consistent in adding value if you're consistent in being authentic and not worrying about the outcome you will be amazed what happens but here's the problem so many times we try to cut and paste our way into an amazing business you cannot control c and control v into a relationship it just does not work We need to stop trying to be more efficient and focus on being more effective. Relationships, they're just not efficient. They're not. Effective things take more time. Effective things take more energy. But here's what I can tell you, effective things are always worth it. So I'm just gonna share for like two or three minutes some very simple things that you can do when it comes to starting uh, conversations. Just a simple formula, five or six, seven or eight things. And here's what I would say, the key, don't overcomplicate it. We get so in our head about the secret, the what. It's not about the what. The what is not what's most important. What you say is not what's most important. Doing it on a regular basis and being authentic and real is what's most important. So, my first tip, the first piece of the formula is time block. Set aside time on a regular basis every single day invest in relationships, start conversations. I've determined that there are three areas that I need to to be in conversation every single day. Number one, I need to start a certain amount of conversations every single day. And for me, I just time block. I set a timer for 30 minutes and I am going to start as many conversations as I can in 30 minutes. And then when that timer goes off, I'm done. I'm going to set aside a separate set of time in my time block where I respond to active conversations. How silly as coaches is it to send out a bunch of intro intro conversations, start conversations and never actually go back and respond to the people that have responded to us. Our inbox might have 15, 20 conversations, 50, 100 conversations that people have responded to and we don't go back and respond. That's silliness. And then the final one is follow up with old conversations. So when we're time blocking, we need to start conversations, we need to respond to conversations, and we need to follow up with old conversations, maybe dead conversations, ones that have run their course. Re-engage those. Number two, we need to stop relying on our Facebook news feed to decide who we're going to send a message to. If you're waiting and scrolling on your Facebook news feed and looking for names and then deciding who you're going to message, you're doing it wrong you need to have either your hundreds list or even better is to systematically work through your facebook friends list if you've not downloaded your facebook friend list and have it in an excel file or print it out you're missing it you need to do that and it's so easy just google download facebook friend list it takes two minutes and if you have 200 friends or two thousand friends the process is the same the next one is Um, Once you're ready to start a conversation, don't just go straight to Messenger and dive into the conversation. Start by going to the person's Facebook profile and engaging on their page. Like and comment on a post. Don't be creepy. Don't like every one of their pictures and don't comment on every one of their posts. But engage in the comments and interact and ask questions. Give the person on their Facebook page, in their Facebook post, room to respond and interact with what you're saying and remember our goal is always build relationships so be a real person if you just say one word love it that's not interacting and that's not relational but if you say oh my gosh i love this so much can you tell me how you did that now they're going to interact with that even on their facebook page Uh, the next one this would be number six send them a personalized message through messenger don't overthink the content Here's what I always try to do. I try to be in their world. I want to mention something that was on their recent Facebook post. I want to encourage them. People are are craving encouragement. If you stand out, if you want to stand out, be an encourager. I promise you'll stand out. Ask questions. If you ask a question in your message, it will be reciprocated and they will ask you that question back. So whatever you want them to ask you, you need to ask them that first. Find common ground make the conversation about them don't make the conversation about you and then be genuinely interested in the person be genuine now here's a good good thing to do you're going to start lots of conversations and people might respond people might not respond i'm not worried about the people that don't respond but if you do respond you're getting added to my hundreds list you're getting added to my follow-up list and i know shelly's going to share about that here in a minute keep a list of all the people that have responded to your messages and look for ways to nurture those conversations nurture those relationships and don't be attached to the outcome just build relationship here's another tip don't be weird if you feel weird it might be because you haven't developed the skill and you haven't gotten out of your own way and you're scared that could be part of it but if you feel weird and you act weird it comes across as being weird don't be weird be a real person build relationships and then the last thing is while you're in these conversations look for an opportunity to share our full offering so many times we try to take the conversation directly to health i can help you hit your health goals you know what Optivia is so much more than just hitting a goal weight and we have a full uh, full offering make sure you're offering the full trilogy so i want to close with this who are you looking for who's ready who are you looking for who maybe isn't quite ready Are you allowing people to get ready? Sometimes we try to kick down the door and push people into our program. And you know what? We need to allow people to move the conversation to being ready to get on a call or do a health assessment or do a coach explore when the timing is right. Don't try to force anything. Just be authentic and vulnerable and real. The goal of starting conversations is always going to be building relationships. And if you get that piece right, I promise you, you're gonna be amazed. And here's my final question. Has this program been a blessing to you? Because if it has, it will be a blessing to someone else. And here's what I had to ask myself in order to get out of my own way when it came to starting conversations. Was I thankful that my coach reached out to me and was bold enough to start a conversation with me? And the answer is obviously yes. So who is a potential client or your next client who is not a client today because you haven't been bold, you haven't been consistent, and you haven't engaged them in conversation yet? Back to you, Dan and Megan. Thanks for letting me share.
0: Wow. No, seriously. Okay, okay. Uh, Listen, I I need to go add this to the action steps. You have got to listen to that in the podcast like three times this week. I'm such a numbers guy, and sometimes I don't – remember to train on everything that Andy just talked about. (laughs) And I see people busting out thousands of conversations and getting nowhere. Yep, That's your answer right there. This is a relationship business, but Dan, Megan, it takes so much time that way. I just want to, okay, let me ask you this. How is what you're doing right now working for you? That's it. If it's working, keep doing what you're doing. If it's not go listen to what Andy just said, like, 10 times this week. Yep. Goal. And
1: seriously, um, I need you to, I don't need you to do anything. You can decide. But my, my, my <laughs> I need you my, to do it. My encouragement to you would be to take a little assessment right now and say, um, do I fall into which category? Nurture, engage, authentic, relationship, weird, or, or weird, <laughs> or cold or check the boxes
0: because every
1: day, some of you are like, okay, but I did the things. I, I, I reached out to 20 people. And then I see the messages you sent. And I'm like, I wouldn't respond to that. That feels cold. I don't know you. I haven't seen your name pop up in my comments anytime recently, maybe once. And it felt like I, hello, have you not had other people in businesses that add you that like something that comment, something and that message you something? Okay. This is, this is a, a strategy a lot of businesses use. So if you haven't actually engaged and been authentic and your name hasn't come up multiple times so that it makes sense why you're in their in their inbox and you haven't done any kind of like anything you need to go back. You probably missed out on a lot of opportunities. Okay. So that's my encouragement to you do a little assessment and some serious adjustment. If you're falling in kind of the, the wrong column this week. All right, let's jump in. to show
0: And for God's sake, quit being lazy. Some of you starting conversations and you, you send me screenshots of your conversations and it took you like a, somebody actually messaged you back. And the date that you got back to them was like a week later. <laughs> that's like the height of laziness guys. Let's do this thing. All right, I got a lot I can say. I'm not going to because Megan's giving me that look. 12 people logged off before Andy spoke. Those 12 people just missed (laughs) something that could change their entire life. I'm just saying, maybe you had something to get to, whatever, but you do not want to leave before this last one. Last speaker, five minutes, folks. And then we're going to close it out with some action steps. Um, Shelly Yost is going to jump on here and she is going to give you the key to everything folks. The key to everything right here. Shelly is an amazing leader blowing up her business. Listen up real close, folks. Hi, Shelly.
6: Hey, guys. What's up? I am so excited to share. And we're going to jump right to it because this is the key. The key is follow up. If you are a brand new coach, you're like, what am I following up on? All of the things that Andy just said, we're going to follow up on. And there's four keys. Guys, I am a parent to small kids. So all analogies start in toys around here. Okay. So they start in, this is a box that my kids have, and it's got these four keys. And you have to operate each door with the right key in order to open it for the people to come out. And that's how I want you to think about follow-up. There are four keys to follow up and each key might not work for a different person, but you gotta try all four keys because when you get the right key with the right door, it opens up. So I wanna talk about these four keys. The first key is organization. Guys, if you are starting massive amounts of conversations, I don't know about you, but in a matter of three hours, my conversations are buried so far in Facebook. I don't know who to follow up with or when. So the first thing I want you to do is you need to be making lists. This is my 2021 list. This is not my hundreds list. This is all the people I'm starting conversations with. If you respond to me, you go on this list. And by the end of the year, you're going to have a nice little color code system, whether you became a client, whether you became a coach, whether I did a health assessment with you, whether you went on my hundreds list, you are in this book. This is also super easy. I don't know about you, but I carry huge bags around all the time. So this goes with me everywhere because life is happening at a fast speed. So if I've got somebody responding to me when I'm in the car, I pull this out, I jot their name down. And then during my block time, I can follow up with them, but I am constantly making lists. You might make them on your phone, whatever it is that you need to do, but you need to be knowing what people are coming through your funnel. Because if you are making a huge huge funnel you are starting a lot of conversations but your holes in your funnel are so big that people are falling through you're missing it you're missing it you're doing the front end work and you're missing the follow through so you need to have lists guys there is no coincidence almost all of us picked up a binder like this on on the call today no coincidence at all because what you need to know is we are following up this is everyone i've done a health assessment with in the last few months that has not yet started program, not yet. How am I following up with them? I am using consistency. Guys, we're not being weird. We're not messaging people that we've done health assessments with and being like, hey, still need to lose some weight. No, that's not what we're doing. We are starting conversations. We are starting relationships. The last three clients that I signed up this week, I have been in conversation with for over a year and a half. Over a year and a half. This is my third January. They tried something else the last two Januaries. They finally called me. Do you know why they finally called me? Because I'm invested in their life. I'm talking with them. I'm in consistent conversation with them. I'm organized. I knew to follow up with them. I knew that they were on a health journey. I follow up with people that I know are on other health journeys. Hey, how's it going? I want to celebrate you. I want people to know I'm a celebrator. So I'm organized. I'm consistent. And then I'm authentic. I'm authentic. If you have somebody join program that you've been following up with for over six months, you should know the name of their kid. You should know lots of things about them. You don't have to have it by memory, but it should be in your book. Leave yourself an extra line to make some notes. This person has this health issue going on. This person is traveling to this place. You need to know things about people. Guys, we get to do business with people that we like. I like my team. I like my clients. Is there clients that are a little crazy sometimes? Sure. But for the most part, I love working with these people. You need to authentically believe that what we have to offer can change their life. And if that's not the perspective you're coming at the follow-up with, if you're coming at the follow-up with wanting to get a person, then you're missing it and you're not coming off authentically. So how can you authentically come across? Guys, the fourth one, which we've all talked about is action is the win. This is where Megan says this all the time. You need to learn to lead yourself. How can you lead yourself with follow-up? There is no, well, there is. There is a rank for follow-up because you're going to hit your rank, but there is no monthly rank or recognition for follow-up. So what do you need to do to lead yourself into making this the win? Guys, I'm a three on the Enneagram. I am not ashamed to share what I'm about to share, but I order myself some medals. Okay, Top Gun's my, I love Top Gun. They, they rescheduled my movie, but that's fine. I order myself some medals. I am a three on the Enneagram. If I need to set myself a goal and nobody else is going to pat me on the back for it, I'm going to order a medal. I'm going to hang it on the wall. And when I reach it, I'm going to walk around my house with it. Because you need to figure out a way to lead yourself into making the action the win. Make being organized the win. Make being consistent the win. Make being authentic the win and make action the win. Guys, what, Corey says this to us all the time, what you recognize and reward gets repeated. So if you are a leader of a team, you need to be rewarding follow-up. How can you reward follow-up? Because that is the key. When you are in the first couple months of your business, it may not seem like this is important. When you are on your third January, all of my frontline for the last three days have been people that I have followed up with, that I reconnected with, or clients that are jumping back on to tune up their year because I am following up with them because I am in constant communication and relationship with them. So I just want you guys to do one thing really quick. I feel like the number five, it just never gets a shout out in the chat. So if your coach had to follow up, meaning they had to have more than one conversation, they didn't just post a before and after and you came running at them. I want you to put a five in the chat if your coach had to follow up with you, follow up with you to get started. You just had the box sitting at your house for weeks. Guys, I I can't even keep up with the number fives. If you want a business filled with people who become coaches and on saturday mornings set aside time to be on boot camp you need to follow up
0: dang she just <laughs> dropped the mic right there like that's is-
4: you <laughs> that's
0: awesome look at all those fives that says all it needs to mm-hmm. say everyone almost on here needed somebody to follow yep. up Yeah, that's why we say that's the key to everything thank you shelly so much gold today Man, good day, right? Well, we're going to end it now. Let me throw up the action steps. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Yolanda. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Dan, for your beginning section about reverse engineering. Uh, What a good boot camp, right? Man, we could make like six boot camps out of this. All right, I'm going to put up the action steps. These are just guides if you have your own action steps um, from that you took away from your favorite section or something that really stood out to you. those That's more important than these, but this is a guide if you wanna go all in with what we're doing in the group. Number one, reverse engineer your goal. Exactly what I talked about. Create the daily actions. It's gonna take you to get there in a specified amount of time. Can I say? And a- then track it along the way. Yeah. Hey,
1: quick question, quick, quick thing. Quick, um, don't Don't have your mentor do this for you. Don't ask them to do it for you. You look do at your it. goal, do the numbers, and then show up with that to your <sighs> mentorship team.
0: So good. I'm going to talk about laziness a little bit next week. Sometimes we all do some things that are a little lazy just because we're being lazy. All right. Um, number two, create structure. Uh, like Andy said, time blocking for those daily actions. Follow through. Give it seven days, guys. So that means today. Today or tomorrow, you guys need to do this reverse engineering. Come up with your daily actions. Put them in your calendar this whole week and follow through. Okay. Number three, um, Yolanda, this... I. I What a great suggestion. At least half of your clients could be coming from referrals if you're coaching your clients well. Half of your new clients could be coming. You know what's crazy is half can come from there and the other half is going to come from follow-up. Okay, so those things are are absolutely vital. But listen, if you haven't done this, I've had to do this several times. Recommit to coaching your clients well. Print out a list of your current clients. Just, Just print out who ordered in the last couple months from Connect. And then just reach out to all those people. Just get back in the flow. Some of you are so far out of the flow. You're like, I can't. I haven't talked to him. And just reconnect. Just offer coaching. Hey, I haven't been the best coach. Just want you to know I'm here for you. Love would love to check in. That's it. That's how you do it. People get so much respect when you apologize and admit that you haven't necessarily been the best coach. Okay, you're human. And then uh, lastly, again, it's here. Engage with the boot camp group. It's really encouraging. I love what a bunch of you guys are yeah. posting. We're going to put out some uh, extra content this week as well. And uh, yeah, that's our boot camp for today.
1: Awesome. Let's go get it. You guys did awesome. It went in the day, it went in the week last week. So let's do it again. Let's do it. Level up.
0: Peace.